welcome to Megan's Bookish Life, a podcast where literary meets lifestyle. Hi, Alexis. Thank you for joining Megan's Bookish Life for our lifestyle portion. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Okay, so I'm going to make you do the inevitable and introduce yourself. So tell me who you are, what you do, what's your favorite color. Tell me everything. So my name is Alexis Johnson. I'm the owner of Lakeside Healing Arts Boutique. I'm a licensed massage therapist, esthetician. Um, I'm certified to tea yoga right now at the location that I'm at. We don't have room for that, but hopefully that'll be something that we grow into. Well, I've got my Reiki master's attunement and um, I'm a recovering people pleaser and giant goofball. (laughs) That was the best introduction I've ever heard in my life. That was snaps for you for that one. So let me get into your healing arts boutique. What does healing arts mean? Like I know it includes like massage therapy, but what else does it include? So everything that I just read off that I do is mostly what it includes. Um, So my business started at um, the Dole Mansion in Crystal Lake. And when I uh, presented myself to lease there, I had to sell myself as an artist because uh, they rent their sis out to artists. And so I felt like healing arts was the best way to what it is that I that I do. Um, and now that I've moved on from there, I'm really happy that I picked healing arts because I feel like it's so broad. But what I offer is, I would say 90% of my clientele is massage therapy. Um, so facials. Um, I have a, a girl that I brought on who does waxing and we have someone coming in. I'm really excited. Um, for like a new hire mobility massage. So instead of like where you typically think of a massage where you just robe and get on a table and super vulnerable, he has you fully dressed. um, And uh, he does like very deep tissue, intense, like really good stretching and moving you around. And it's for the people who are afraid to um, undress on the table. Yeah, that would be everything. Okay, so this is a personal question. For the mobility massage, are you laying down still too? Um, he does. Yes. He has you laying down. I mean, you don't have to, there are different types of massage. Um, a good massage therapist can really customize everything based off of, you know, their knowledge and your comfort zone. Interesting. Cause I was like, maybe I'll do that. Okay. So I'm also interested in your bio on your business website because I am doing research. So you said you are in the health and wellness industry, which I know is a little bit different uh, for everybody. I feel like Wellness can be mental, it can be physical. What does wellness mean to you, like in your opinion? So in my opinion, I agree with you. It's a very broad term. Um, On a professional level, I deal with wellness on more of a physical domain. So uh, I'm dealing with the physical body, what you can touch and move. But personally, in my life, I like to include the spiritual, the emotional. But when you're on my table, we have conversations, things come up. But if it gets to the point where, you know, like it gets more into talk therapy, I do tend to refer out because it's not my scope of practice. And I like to kind of keep everything respectful in that way. I'm new to like Reiki and stuff. Mm -hmm. Is that physical too? Or is that mental? So Reiki is very interesting. It's a type of energy healing. 
So I find it to be very spiritual, calming, and it's weird how it can even affect your body. When your parasympathetic nervous system turns on, you start to rest and digest and your body starts to heal. So when you're on the table and you're receiving Reiki, hopefully you are resting and having that that switch in the nervous system. But the best way I think that I can describe Reiki is someone is in the room with you and they're present with you and their purpose and intention is to just send you positive energy. So I think everyone needs that, especially oh, yeah. me. Oh my God. <laughs> like you said, you offer like a ton of things for your clientele. You do facials, hot stone massages, waxing. I could keep going on, but I love it. What is your favorite type of service to offer? Because like when you're done with someone, is there a certain service where you're like, oh man, I love that. <laughs> It's hard to pick my favorite one. So I can tell you my least favorite thing to do is waxing. Really? hate waxing people. (laughs) I'm also a licensed esthetician, so it's within my scope. But I just, I don't know. I like to calm people down. My favorite thing is when people snore and they fall asleep. When they get up off the table and and they tell me that they went to that place where they're not awake, but they're not asleep. They're fully aware of what's going on but they felt like they were sleeping. That's my favorite. I can kind of see that because I go to my certain hairstylist and like they always do like the massage on the head. And I one time said, did anybody ever like make a noise when you do that? Because it's so (laughs) relaxing. And she was like, yeah, we've had like a couple people like moan. And I'm like, oh, but the thing is I can see it. Ugh, I need that in my life again. I don't know if you remember, we met in high school, right? So you'd start to, you know, fall asleep in class and you'd feel that feeling of like falling. A lot of people get that where they feel like they're falling and they'll kind of, oh, start falling asleep or they'll twitch. Um, All these things are normal. People, you know, like they digest. um, All that stuff is normal. Even my mom, she'll she'll start to fall asleep and she'll kind of twitch and she'll let out a little uh, moan, you know, it's totally normal. Yeah. (laughs) And I didn't think about that because that's obviously like, you're real relaxed. I'm going to call him out. Mr. Glenn's English class in like senior year. I literally fell asleep every single, (laughs) single class. And I know what you're talking about. Like I would like catch myself. I know what you're talking about. That's like relaxation, comfort. Yeah. And you know, it's important in whatever way that fits you and and your life, it's important to get to that place, whether it's, you know, you're not comfortable being touched. So you get Reiki done where it's more of an energy of a hovering of the hands, a light, gentle touch, or maybe meditation, um, hypnotherapy, maybe just talk therapy, finding that place where you can be so deeply relaxed, I think is it's very helpful and really helps you come back to that well-being of, of just like the balance of your life. I am broadening my my scope of wellness and healing. I'm like this is like, so exciting. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just get into like the business side because I have a thing. So you started your own business with this. I used to get my hair cut at the same dull mansion. And I remember passing your studio, your first studio, and taking a picture of your name tag. I don't ever sent you that. Like, it was on the door. It said Alexis. Yeah. Like, I took it with me when I moved out. I was like, I'm just going to take this. That's so funny because I took a picture. I was like, I know her. I'm so yeah. proud. <laughs> but, like, for the business aspect, what gave you the push to say, like, hey, I'm good at this. I want to help others. 
you know, massage therapy is really how I help others. Like I always knew that I wanted to do something that helped other people. Um, I just didn't know what it was that I wanted to do. When I graduated high school, I was very lost. I had no sense of identity. Um, and now this is my identity. This is who I am. I'm a massage therapist. So I always knew like straight out of school that someday I would own my own business, that I wanted to be able to lead people in a team setting to be able to create a healthy work environment. And so I think I just got to a point where I just knew that if I was going to do it, you just got to dive in and do it. It's funny how things evolve, you know, you just kind of let, let it flow through life and you just kind of naturally go in that direction. So it was, it was kind of just time. When we go back to high school, never again. But I mean, we both left high school. I thought the same thing. Like I had to go to college because everyone else was. And I was like, I don't know what I want with my life. And then it took me 10, 11 years to get to where I am now to know what I enjoy. And you're right, because life has taken me so many different paths. And I'm like, okay, what do I enjoy? What don't I like? That kind of thing. So I 100% feel that. When for you was the point where you're like, massage therapy. It's funny. So I grew up getting massages. Uh, when I was younger, I didn't really think of it as a career path. My parents kind of told me, oh, you don't really want to do that. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I feel that. But see, I think like I have found it's very important to listen to my parents because they know what they're talking about. But first and foremost, you listen to your intuition because that's really what is guiding you. So your intuition is really what guides you. And so, you know, I was so lost when I graduated. I dropped out of community college and I ended up just moving away to Arizona and I moved in with my aunt. I got a job, took one class at the local community college just to kind of, I don't know, give it one more try. And um, she was the one who brought me into a massage school. And when I walked in, it was just like a feeling, you know, it was that intuition like, okay, this is where I'm supposed to be. This is, this is it. And there's really no like logic behind it. When I entered my university that I am now for my first ever journalism class, I was like, I don't like college, but I understand that this is what I want to do. I enjoyed listening to my crazy teacher talk about Brad Pitt in journalism. You know what I mean? Like, I feel the same way because you get that intuition where you're like, this is it. It takes some time for some people, but I'm so proud of you. I love this for you. Thank you. You know, and it's so funny because I was thinking before we hopped on, I was thinking about the first time we met. And I don't know if you, you probably don't, but I do because you made such a, like an impression on me. We were in choir together. You were a freshman and I was a sophomore and you sat down next to me in class. At that time, like so many people, you feel so uncomfortable. Like you just don't feel like you belong. And you were someone just, you stuck out really like very vividly because you made me feel very comfortable being in that room. So I've been a fan ever since. Oh my God. Oh my God. I don't even remember half of high school. I love, oh my God. We're fine. I always tell people that like, I follow them a little secretly. I'm not good at like commenting things. I don't know why. But I remember you going to Arizona. Of course, people put on social media like we're going here. We have a baby. We have kids. We have new jobs, whatever. But like you don't know the behind the scenes. I knew you went to Arizona and now you're here. And I'm like proud of you again. I keep saying I'm proud of you like I'm your mother. (laughs) I'm proud of you too. Okay. I feel like we should probably get to another question before I start crying. (laughs) Okay. 
So this is like another thing about the business. I felt the same way. Like, I was like, I'm going to start a business one day. This is when I was younger. And so I had no idea what I wanted to do because my ADHD was like starting everything and stopping everything. My downfall probably was I love doing things alone, but I also hate them because I feel so lost. So I always felt super lost. So let me give you this opportunity. If you could give Megan of the past and other people of the present any advice on how to start the first steps of a business, what would it be? So as we're talking, we both have that feeling of like, you just know it in your bones and your core, like what it is that you're supposed to do. And we both have had people tell us, oh, maybe you don't want to do that, you know, support you either way. That's great. Everyone, they have your best interest, but you know, you follow your intuition and that doesn't mean that you have all of the answers and that's okay. That's just how it is. Like jump in. You really feel like whatever it is, whether it's starting a business, whether it's, you know, becoming a parent, having a nine to five, whatever it is that you want to do. If you feel like to the core, to your bones, that it is your life purpose, then go do it. Don't just think too much about it. Don't think yourself out of it. Just get started because, you know, like you're going to figure it out. You're going to make mistakes and you have to know that and be okay with that and be willing to adjust and ebb and flow, you know, through it all. Um, that would be what I would say. You know, you're going to learn people. Do they say write down your business plan, but it's going to change. You know, you can't plan everything out and you can't know all the answers. Like in my industry, you know, tax laws change, uh, you know, things change. So just do it and figure it out. <laughs> have you gotten this before where people have come up to and they're like, oh, man, I wish I could do this like you. I've had that where they're like, man, I wish I could write a book. I don't think I was afraid of jumping in. I think I was afraid of jumping in alone. With your business, I'm wondering, like, did you have a team at the beginning or was it by yourself? Um, you know, I was alone, but I wasn't alone. Business wise, yes, I was alone. And it's scary because I'm dealing with naked people. <laughs> and so that. that part is, can be very scary sometimes. But I was really lucky in that way because I did not start my business until I met my boyfriend. And, you know, like, I'm very lucky because I felt so supported by him that it made it easier for me. You know, now as I as I go into like bringing people on the team, it's nice because I'm not alone and there's that safety aspect of it. But before him, I really spent a lot of time alone. I lived alone. I think I got to the point where I would go to bed and tell myself, someday you'll be looking back at this moment and you'll be wishing that you're alone. You know, like I would think about moms and how like my mom would complain about how she couldn't even go to the bathroom without one of the toddlers coming in. You know, that's what I would tell myself. Someday you're not even going to be able to go to the bathroom alone. So just enjoy it now because there might be a point where you'll miss this. So looking forward to the future is there anything you're looking, you know, excited for, for your healing arts boutique? If not, what are you looking forward to personally? My business just had a major move. I went from it just being me in one room to now I have three rooms. And on Monday, I'll officially have three other people working with me. And so 
there's a lot of uh, a lot of changes I think on the horizon, and there's a lot of um, opportunity for growth for settling in where I'm at here. I'm hoping that as the years progress, that broad term of healing arts will be able to cover a multitude of different modalities and services. So we'll see how it goes. I'm excited. I love the word growth and opportunity. And you use both. So I was like, yes, this is it. This is the future. Yeah, it's exciting. Yeah, it's awesome. Alexis, thank you for coming on Megan's Bookish Life. And thanks for making me half cry. Love that for me. You are a joy. Come back anytime. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for listening to Megan's Bookish Life podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts.